back to Bat Rankings Beyond, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Karari. Yeah, I yeah. think that might have been the best either of us has pronounced it so far. All right. I'm your head scientist and C-tier pronunciator, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, everybody, it's Kenny Wendorski. I feel like we, we used up our beginning of episode. I always feel like this in the second episode in a in a in a in a, in a setting sitting session. There we go. I didn't get much sleep last night, Kenny. That's okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. And now I'm all loopy from doing a limerick for for all y'all at home. It was a week ago for us. It was but you know mere minutes. Yes. And thank you once again, Mr. Hockey. That was yes. very kind of you, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I, I guess not much is good. Well, we got Mother's Day coming up. That's true. That's true. That's a, you work in the hospitality industry. Yes. It's a big, uh... Typically, it's the busiest day of the year. So yeah. we'll see. I, who knows how it'll be at the resort. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, typically Mother's Day number one, Father's Day number two. Yep. So, <laughs> strap in. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> I might also be slightly, so I work in a hot kitchen and, you know, I have a very large oven going a lot of the time. I have large freezers that they got to vent that heat someplace. It is right into the kitchen. Uh, but I, uh, so I thought, you know, like, yeah, it gets warm in here. Also, we live in the godforsaken desert. Turns out that I'm supposed to have a dedicated air conditioning unit that does nothing but pump cool air into where I am. Huh. And that has not been working for weeks. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice because the rest of the center has been fine. So, yeah, I've been working in a goddamn sauna when I didn't have to. Ooh. But uh, as I was leaving today, the <laughs> the, uh, the facilities crew was like, okay, you're good. We fixed it. It's going to hey. be good tomorrow. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. There's, go figure. That, that big, like, dirty, disgusting-looking giant metal box that's just outside is supposed to be making a humming noise and pumping cool air in. I've got a cool one in my little cabana. You might like it. It looks like a R2-D2. It's pretty neat. Yes. We had a uh, big gala dinner. Uh, a few of us got invited, and I, I took Sarah to I showed her where my home away from home is, <laughs> and that's this uh, service cabana that I typically work out of, and I run around the pool. And so I showed her all the. This is my refrigerator. This is my little air conditioning unit. Yeah. <laughs> this is my little home away from home. Yeah. Also, they waxed all the floors over the weekend, and because I'm the person who gets into the center first. I, I got to, to slip and slide all around in my socked feet nice. without anybody realizing that I am still a goddamn child. Well, <laughs> ah. <laughs> so that's, that's my exciting news. Yeah, I don't really have anything other than that. Other mm-hmm. than that we watched Batman Beyond. That's always exciting. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> we watched A Touch of Kurare this week. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Ooh. <laughs> you made it a little sexy at the yeah, end there. Kurare. Put a little stank on hey. that one. <laughs> So uh, we, we open up on, on Barbara taking a nice little romantic walk in the park with her husband. What? She's married. But it's not who we would think it it's would be. It's just a dude. His name is Sam and he's the DA because that's not a conflict of interests. Now, <laughs> his voice sounded really familiar. Looked him up. Okay. Uh, remember the uh, Batmobile episode where the penguin uh, oh, does yeah, all the... Yeah, yeah that's um, the voice. Okay, he the was mechanic. also in Star Trek Two. Uh, Rathacon, he and Sulu, they had those uh, things in the year. got the earworm. Allow me to introduce you to SETI Alpha 5's only remaining indigenous life form. 
That's him. Okay. There you go. All right. He does. He has a very good voice. He's a great. He did pass away. I, I wow. found that out on IMDb. But yeah, he yeah. did some oh, good shit. stuff. That's the other thing that happened since the last time we recorded. We lost Godfrey. I'm Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, yeah. Red, red. Yeah. Rest in R. peace, R. Gilbert. R.I.P. Yeah. I I put in a Gilbert drop into the uh, into the last episode. It's going to be coming out this Friday at the time of this recording. Oh, uh, okay. And, and yeah, as I was doing that, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yes, so Barbara's so, walking with her husband. They're having smooth, just big old geriatric smooches. There's, These two old, old fogies are in love. Apparently, he's a DA. She's yep. the commissioner. She's talking about a case. And him being the DA is like, I don't want to talk about the case. I want smooches. Yeah, let's have smooches. But you know who doesn't want smooches? Karate. That's right. She cares nothing for smooches. She cares for murder and murder only. She's there. Uh, Karari is this assassin. Uh, she's definitely a female, but she has blue skin. Yes. But she has also got her face hidden behind white uh, bandages, maybe? I, it's It almost looks like a burka, but I don't think that's quite... It's, it's very strategic. She's showing off her midriff. Yep. Obviously, her chest is covered. Face is covered. You still see her legs. And then obviously she's got boots in, in her hands. Yep. And she's got a sword that this sword is uh, super sharp. Yep. Laser etched down to a single molecule. Jipper jabber. Yeah. Also, she can block bullets with it because apparently she's a Jedi on top of everything. Yes. What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? But yeah, she's like this Fremen ninja assassin. It's got like a a belt that looks like a harem jeweled something. I don't know. Yeah. Came out of some, she, she looks like somebody's uh, gender swap, sexy fanfic version of the genie. I was thinking something from He-Man. Remember nope. the He-Man cartoon? Yeah. yeah from I our can days? see that. Yep. Uh, what was that? Evil Lynn. She yep. kind of reminded me of Evil Lynn a little she, bit. She looks like something that came out of an entirely different show. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But she shows up and she's got murder on the mind. It's it's assassinating time. Yeah, uh, she she's got to kill the DA. Uh, yep. There's a case that he's involved with, and apparently uh, somebody bought Karare to to kill him off before this whole thing goes to trial. Yeah, so uh, Terry swoops in, fights her off, you know, long enough for the police to show up, and and she pieces out, and we get this expo dump in the bat cave yeah uh, society of assassins if she fails uh, then she gets killed but she's never failed none of them have ever failed yeah i don't even know how we know that this is a thing because none of them have ever failed but if they did Chekhov's gun if they did <laughs> they would become the next target so we got to keep an eye on barbara and her husband yep uh, yep the husband is presumed to be the target because he's testifying at some armed smugglers trial and I feel like we never really touched on the trial. Yeah. This episode is all about action. Spoilers. It's all about the action. Yep. Well, it's all about action, and it's about that, from Terry's perspective, figuring out what the Bruce Barbara relationship yeah, is, what that, that history too, is. Yeah. Because as uh, Bruce and, and Terry are talking this over, Barbara shows up in the freaking Batcave, and Terry's freaking out. How did she get in here? How does she know who you is? What is happening? Oh, shit, you, you Batgirl. She's Batgirl. She goes up to her old costume and says, uh, tied up the, or sewed up the, the bullet holes. 
Yeah. And that's where Terry is like, oh my God, you're I, as old as him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Terry, she is about 15 to 20 years yeah, younger. Yeah. And that's, um, hmm, doesn't seem so probli- problematic now but when it they're will 60 be, and 80. Yeah. But, but, you know, you zip zap back 40 years and ooh, that's not okay. Yeah. This is not okay at all, Bruce. And speaking of not okay, Barbara says to Bruce, like, hey, I, I've looked the other way. Yep. But for realsies, no more Batman stuff. Knock it off. Yep. We we also get in this episode at one point, uh, Terry is telling Bruce, like, you're keeping some stuff from me. You're not sharing everything with me. I've been doing this for six months now. Kenny, let's go down the list. In six months, yeah. Terry has become Batman, yeah. Rebirth, fought the Royal Flesh Gang. Yeah. Um, he's uh, defeated Shriek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blight and Mr. Freeze in one episode. Uh, Ink twice. Yes, yeah. She took her in, froze her, she thawed out, took her in again. Actually, he never took her in again. She's MIA. That's right. She got she got dissolved in, in the water, but we know that's only a temporary. So she's still out there. Uh, uh, steroids and Bane. Uh, construction robots at the prom. Um... Dick Van Dyke. Oh, no, never mind. Different show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Spellbinder. That that happened. And the Fantastic Four. Yes. That is a busy fucking six months, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. No wonder he's tired all the time. Yeah. And, and Bruce even says, yeah, I haven't told you everything. We haven't had a chance to breathe, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. But I, I always find it interesting when we nail down a concrete timeline on stuff mm-hmm. like this to think about... What would your mental state be after going through that kind of shit for six months straight? Mm. You never... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Barbara, uh, after she leaves uh, Batman, he's told by Bruce, keep an eye on him. I don't care what she says. Keep an eye on him. Yep. We're going to do this thing. And uh, meanwhile, we get Korare talking on a big she's got somewhere a big Karare computer with multiple monitors with the board of shadowy figures sorry to disturb you but there's growing concern among the secret board of shadowy figures that you may be completely insane including one with the big monocle saying by the way you didn't kill that DA you better kill him before the trial we're gonna do something to your blue ass that's right just you wait remember the price of failure yeah you have 24 hours, and to show you we're serious, you have 12 hours. And uh, just so you remember, here's a printed out picture of the guy you have to kill. <laughs> and uh, she slices it in half with her katana. And we cut to commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Barb has cops all over Sam's place, heavily guarded. He's probably fine. Terry could probably go take Dana to a dance or something, right? No! no. That would uh, be a bad idea. And Commissioner, she gets in her hover car and takes off. And uh, Batman's there with all the guards. And even Batman's like, the, the president should have this much security. He's got a lot of guards here. But it didn't matter. Yep. Didn't matter. Do you think Karare played uh, played Arkham Asylum? Because this next sequence feels real Arkham Asylum she's to me. She's pretty sneaky. She's sneaking around. She's taking out dudes. and But then finally stealth gets broken. And then it's just a big old brawl. She's running. They're chasing. Blah, 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 blah. She makes it inside. Uh, she sees, presumably, uh, uh, the DA. Yep. Chucks her sword. It's a dummy. A dummy? Oh, no. But 
But Terry doesn't know that. He's swooping in with his rocket boots trying to intercept the sword. And what he does is get himself caught in the trap that they had set for Karare. Yep. Oops. Uh, alarms go off. Lasers are attacking Terry. Yep. Uh, everyone's like, oh, we got him. And then, of course, they're like, oh, we didn't get him. And there, yeah. he, there she is. They shoot at her. Yep. Uh, but she's able to escape again. Yep. And that gives Terry enough time to break out of the trap and escape, too. But he leaves behind a batarang. And yeah. Barb sees it. Like, mm, I told that boy I'm going to go go find him in a shadowy corner somewhere and, and poke uh, my it, finger at his chest and say, hey, quit, quit it. And she, <laughs> she's, she says that. And then he's like, hey, why just out of curiosity, can you tell me about you two? And she takes him out for coffee. Yeah, and she says, oh, well, now that you've expressed an interest. <laughs> it's a nice scene. It so is. It's she, a good scene. She's being nice to Terry and is explaining some of the past. Yeah. She used to be with Bruce. Uh, this is not really news to us, but it's news to Terry. Yep. And uh, it's a nice little moment. Yeah. Well, it's it's not news to us now in the year of our Lord 2022. When you were first watching this. Yeah. You get some, because it was always like... Well, and also the old shows were so episodic, you would you would only have to miss a handful of episodes to miss all of this story. Yeah. But the the sequence of events was she dated uh, Dick Grayson. They not not just like flirty flirt, but uh, they were officially dating in college. But and we did see this part of the story. Dick took off, decided to go be Nightwing and not be under Bruce's thumb no more. But uh, but Barb stayed with Bruce and. <laughs> and, and then they boned on top of a rooftop. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Do we talk about that? Should we talk about I, that? I mean, so don't watch the Killing Joke animated movie. But it movie. happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was in the... So that, yeah. They made an animated adaptation of the Killing Joke. And they had a... They had a first act, which was made up because it's a very simple short story. And they wanted to make it feature length. So they had this whole first part first half that was there a to fill time so that they could release it in theaters and b so that barbara and bruce could have sex but uh on screen so there you go it's bad it's really bad uh i would say check it out but mm, mm. read the comic there you go just read the comic fine like it's not like the second half it's a very direct adaptation but a direct adaptation isn't always a good adaptation. And it's so direct, you should just read the comic and get that original artwork that doesn't have to be simplified in order to be animated. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, Barbara banged Bruce Wayne. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but as time went on, she got tired of flippy-dipping around the night streets and... and she wanted to settle down and have, you know, a normal career as a, as a law enforcement officer. And he said, well, no, I, I like to wear capes and be Batman, though. So mm-hmm. she said, well, fuck off. And they broke up. Yep. So that's the story. Terry's. Yep. Well, that's the version of the story that she tells Terry. Meh. And I'm, if, you, if you read between the lines here, speaking of the killing joke, that line, I see you sewed up the bullet holes. I think she got shot in the spine. Oh, that part? Okay. I, I, I think this is like, they can't, this is still a, this is not the animated killing joke. No. But I think there's more to the story, and she is telling the sanitized, like, this is as much as I'm willing to share with this kid who I really just met. Okay. But I, 
I think some shit went down. It's right. just my personal headcanon. <laughs> well, Terry takes from this that he, you know, he's like, he likes her. Yep. He goes back to the Batcave and he's like, hey, just so you know, I ran into her. She's serious, by the way. She's going yep. to arrest us. Yep. Uh, I don't want to go, dropping some, some story threads for later, I don't want to go back to Juvie. Implying that he was in there before. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll pick that up in future episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and Bruce is like, yeah, ignore that. Yeah, you need to go protect her because I'm Bruce Wayne and I know what's best for everybody. Yep. Yep. So he does. Yep. Let's go to a train fight. <laughs> it's kind of cool. So they're escorting uh, uh, the DA on a train. There's another train that's going on the tracks at the same time. Yep. And all of this is going to be hard to explain. But essentially, Karari jumps from train to train, yep. tackling guards. And, and oh, she straight murders like five or ten there's people. There's some that fall off the train. Yeah. And we do not see them hit water or like... There's no parachute. A pillow there's factory. No, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It's not like G.I. Joe where they got a parachute. They disappear, I'm assuming dead. Yeah, I mean, she's she's still not allowed to ever actually cut somebody with a sword. She cuts their guns in half, but yeah. we see them fall off of that moving train. Yeah, and nobody swoops in to save them. So, yeah, so, yeah she just straight murdered like five or ten dudes. And in the process, she cuts the train. Yep. The train spirals off into another building. Yep. Uh, and uh, everyone's all wounded or like beat up. Barbara gets the DA. They're running through this building. Apparently, it's a meat locker. She hides in a meat locker. And did you know, Kenny, uh, that meat lo- all meat lockers, as part of the refrigeration process, are lined with... Uh, with uh, it's a Faraday cage, basically. Cell signals do not work inside meat lockers because you don't want those dead cows calling for help. That's right. She tries to make a, <laughs> a phone call calling for her backup, but it's not working. Yeah. Plus, they're cold. They're yeah. in, you know... It's meat storage. It's cold. It's very nippy. If you work in a restaurant, you know, it's yeah. cold. And But Karari, she got her, her super sword and she's busting in. Yep. And uh, there's kind of a cat and mouse chase in the, the meat locker. She yep. notices footprints out of uh, blood. Yep. Follows the footprints. And then we get more Batman stuff. Mm, yeah. Terry swoops in. There's more fighty fight. Uh, apparently, Karari's sword can just do like a solar flare blinding technique because she's a Super Saiyan now, I guess. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the, I, I think Karari's kind of lame. I don't know if this is coming across. In, in the blindness, Batman chucks some Batarangs hoping to hit her, yeah. but he's blinded. He almost kills the DA. Yep. Uh, but that Batarang is close enough to Barbara where she's able to use it. Yep. And she swings a mean Batarang. Yep. And so as, as the episode ends, uh, Karari is taken into custody. Uh, but not for very long, Sam makes it to his deposition. The DA takes down this horrible arm smuggler. And that was the deadline. Karari escapes and... Terry's telling Bruce, well, do we, geez, do we need to be on, like, high alert? And Bruce is like, nah, she already failed. She's, she F now. Cuts to her. She's in, like, a hover car. Yep. She's driving all fast. She's got handcuffs still on her. And you see a sword hit the car. And that's how it ends. Yep. Thus ends a touch of Kurare. Yes. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Ah, good action scenes. Yeah. But we've seen better. Yeah, I I like the Terry Bruce Barb. I like that we're dropping lore. I wish 
I don't know. It felt like it needed something. There were parts when they're in the meat locker. I was like, this is great. Because have you ever seen Predator 2? No. There's a fight scene in a meat locker with oh, the Predator and Di- yeah. uh, Danny Glover. And, you know, it's yeah. they're cutting up the... The, the carcasses, you know, the yeah. meat. I, it's, it's, I enjoyed that set piece, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. This will be great. She's going to cut up you know, slabs of meat, yep. and it never really happens. Yeah, second only to Halls of Mirrors as far as uh, places to set a fight sequence yeah. as a meat locker. Um, so, <laughs> But, yeah, Karare is such a nothing character, and, yeah, feels like she walked out of G.I. Joe or He-Man or... Why is she blue? I don't know. I don't know and we blue. never get told that. Like, yeah. is she a mutant? Yep. Uh, maybe it's tattoo. Yeah. She never talks. She's like the strong, silent, but I don't know. She is voiced by a descendant of the Disney family. I did look that up. Oh, but really? she never has any lines of dialogue. All she does <laughs> is grunt sounds and punching sounds. So. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I thought that was fun. The last name was Disney. I was like, oh, no shit. I, that, that, that does uh, explain why when she thinks she's, you know, she's got somebody on the roof, she goes, oh! Fuck you, But uh yeah, well I guess some some science. Let's do some science. Science for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm a disciple of science. So long since we did any science. Yeah. Yeah. Reginald Do some science. He's just shaking his head and just even Reginald's not into it today. Yeah. You know what? I don't think he got any sleep either. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Well, let's, you know what always helps me sleep? Is putting my warm, snuggly lab coat on. Yeah, but it's kind of hot. You might as well take them pants off. Woo! All right. We've got a master list of 11 episodes. I'm going to read it for you now. Yeah. Rebirth, Deadman's Hand, Shrek, Meltdown, Disappearing Ink, Blackout, Winning Edge, Golem, The Judge, Spellbound Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. I did. (laughs) It's going to get longer. (laughs) It's not there yet. All right. Is a touch of Kurare better or worse than number five? Disappearing Ink, last week's episode. No. 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 I, I think this one, I did like the 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 lore. I did like the Barb. I like Barb in yeah. this episode. More than I ever did when she was Batgirl. Yeah. And I wanted to like her as Batgirl. Because I, I remember being a 12-year-old boy who thought this redhead was freaking hot. <laughs> so and then I watched it again as an adult and realized, wow, she doesn't do shit. No. That's unfortunate. She yeah. she does shit in this one. Yeah, but, but I'm going to go with the ink one. Yeah, in, in two episodes that both rest largely on the strength of their action set pieces, Disappearing Ink just had better ones. It really did. Yeah. All right. Also, Horrible Picasso Man. Yeah. God, that's haunting. This one does have a twist ending, sort of. Yeah, sort but, of. But, uh... Yeah, that's... The, this, this was kind of a weird double feature for us this week, because they're two kind of similar episodes. They really are. Yeah. This one's hard to explain. I, in our wrap-up, honestly, it's hard to explain, because primarily it's yeah, just knives, action, action, action. swords, gunshots. It's, it's Yeah, we just, there's, there's really no particular... If, if you want to go blow by blow through these fight scenes, you should probably watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to talk about... I don't even know what we're, what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about a touch Karari. Yeah. 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 All right. Is a touch of Karari better or worse than number 11, Heroes? Just one day. Just one day. Ah, 
Heroes. Yeah, I think it's better than Heroes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this... See, I think the problem with this episode is the balance was off. If they'd had a, a villain with a personal stake and motivation that tied into... The, the villain was an excuse to to have some, some cool action scenes and to give Bruce and Barb a chance to interact again and to for Terry to get caught up on that history. But I wasn't interested in Curare. I was interested in Barb, and we get so much more Curare than Barb. Yeah. And I think that's the big problem. But mm-hmm. Heroes didn't have anything interesting. No, no. I actually re-listened to that one not too long ago. And it's yeah. us doing our blow by blow. I, I'm sticking with it. That's yeah. at the bottom as of right now. Yep. Yeah. That's it's not to say something something couldn't. It could. Yeah. I mean, so that one's not not great, but it's no, I've got Batman in my basement. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I didn't want to chuck anything at the TV screen. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I speaking of episodes that are on the bottom of our respective lists, I, I forgot to mention last week. Um, but but you know what the whole uh, the whole ink and and McBoneless thing reminded me of. R- remember uh, Superman's pal, and remember the hot intern who for no oh, goddamn reason she liked the metal right was horny for metal. That's right. Yeah. Why does every supervillain get groupies now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But apparently that's just the the hot trend in the future. Well, in the 90s, remember, uh, uh, they did that a lot. Two-Face had two girlfriends. Yeah, that's true. One of them was Drew Barrymore. That's right. Oh, yeah. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and and they never get taken in at the end. They go free. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Hot Drew Barrymore in lingerie is still kicking around Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say it. Well... I was about to say, I didn't mean to say hot Drew Barrymore. She's always hot, but that's not true. She wasn't hot in Firestarter. <laughs> hey, they're making a new one of those. Yeah. There's, yeah. That's one of those that they've made remade a few times, and you have not heard of any of them since the Drew Barrymore one. Yeah. Because they don't matter. That's true. <laughs> but maybe this one, next one will be great. I don't know. I don't know. I thought the... I thought the novel was only a middling Stephen King story. I never read the novel. It's fine. It's yeah. you. You might like it. It's very X Files. Oh, it's very like secret government agency meddling with people with powers. I do like that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's not bad by any means. It's just like Stephen King's got his like tippy top. Like you can tell which ones he was really trying. Yeah. And which which ones that he's he just was pumping just, it out. Yeah. <laughs> and and he wasn't quick just cash. Yeah. And he, this wasn't just a quick cash pump, but it was right there in the middle. Okay. Like, yeah, he had an idea and, and he, you know, he cranked it out and he released it and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sort of like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we now know that it's not as good as Disappearing Ink, but it's not the worst one either. Nope. So let's see if a touch of Kurare is better or worse than number 10, Spellbound. I. Uh, it's better than that one. Yeah. Spellbound was gorgeous, though. It was. I will say that's one of the better animated ones we've seen. Yeah. That but is... that being said, it's one of the worst storylines we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. All right. In that case, is a touch of Kurare better or worse than number eight, Golem? I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, I'm going to concur. Speaking of Stephen King, discount carry up in here. Yeah. 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 All right. In that case, is a touch of Corare better or worse than number seven, The Winning Edge? No, I think that one's better. 
Hmm. I think we're getting close now. This one, this one definitely had better action, one hundred percent. Did, but I think uh, Winning Edge had. I thought the fight scenes were more interesting than that one. There's that football hover fight scene. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, you got but. the slappers, the slapper factory, you, the abandoned uh, newspaper factory. Yeah, you know, as it's coming back to me. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Bane's comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of, I, I like Bane's ironic end mm-hmm. way better than either Corre's or Boneless Mc, Boneless Face. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. When when you break it down with science, I'm going to go ahead and concur. Okay. Gonna gonna give it to the winning edge. So that places a touch of Corre at the new number eight spot, just below the winning edge, and just above Golem. And From now see. on, when we order wings, I'm yes. always going to think of Boneless McBoneless. <laughs> Boneless Mc... Yep. H. Macy. <laughs> Boneless H. Macy. Boneless H. Macy. There we go. We finally... Hey! An episode later, we found it. <laughs> Boneless H. Macy, please. Just You just open up that cardboard box that the, that the wings come in that's like a little mini pizza yeah. box. Yeah. And, you know, the steam comes up, and you're just going to hear... She only gave me half the <laughs> oh, God. Ah, Kill it! Kill it! <laughs> well, Kenny, let's uh, let's see what kind of treatment we're going to get half of next week. I, I, we already know. We already know. It's Ascension. So we have not watched this episode yet, yep. but it is the last episode of season one. Yep. So We did it! M- yeah, much like uh, Superman, this had a short first and last season... And a longer season in the middle. This season one was 13 episodes. Season three will be 13 episodes. And season two will be 26. Okay. For a total of 52. Very nice. Yeah. Nice nice round number. So I I know that uh, Blight's going to come back. Uh-huh. And that's like all I could tell you. That's all I know too. Yeah. So that'll be a surprise for us next week. Which is good. Yeah. Surprises is good. Remember that one with Lois Lane? The, she was in danger. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun surprise. Yeah, Lightner. There we go. Yeah, that one was great, and I didn't remember anything about it. So we'll see. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what that's all about next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me in Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. Help keep us in hamsters and, and elderberries. And boneless H. Macy's. Yeah, boneless H. Macy's. <laughs> boneless H. Macy doesn't come cheap. we got to put his food in a blender. we got to pay a lady to tell him about her warts. And Do you like your boneless H. Macy uh, with blue cheese or ranch? Oh, I like it with just a touch of Quran. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Segway. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you, see you next week for some bonus H. Macy. <laughs> sure. I'm Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.